and we are back with another exciting episode of the buzz and today it's all about the wonder woman conference i mean that name alone has me excited and i'm not a woman but the wonder woman conference just sounds exciting and we're going to be talking with the one and only dr lashawn dr lashawn how are you doing today i'm good how are you this afternoon <laughs> i am well i'm well thank you thank you i know there's a lot of activities is happening. We're heading into the Mother's Day weekend. I'm sure there's a lot of planning there. And are you a mom? I am a mother, yes. Well, and my happy, mother is still happy. with me. <laughs> oh, awesome, awesome. So yes. happy Mother's Day in advance Thank to you. you as well as your mom. Thank you. Thank you. Same to your mother and any other family members. Th thank you. Thank you. I love it. So now again, you know, we're going to be talking about the Wonder Woman conference that you have coming up. That's going to be May 10th through the 14th. But even before we get into that, is this your first conference that you're putting on or have you put on other conferences in the past? And what were those like? Yes, this is actually my fifth conference. Uh, oh, wow. This okay. year, it just happens to be rebranded into a different mm -hmm. name. Um, but I've been doing women empowerment conferences now since 2018. I believe that was the first one. Um, wow. And these conferences are pretty much built with um, dynamic speakers, whatever mm -hmm. I decide for the theme to be that year, this year. And they're coming, they're ministering. I usually have women speakers and one male speaker. And okay. then I always close the workshop with um, the conference with workshops, empowerment workshops mm -hmm. that have to deal with a whole total woman. Prior to this year, I've kind of done more of the restoration, the reviving women who have gone through, uh, you know, many adversities, bankruptcies, mm -hmm. divorce, mental issues, you know, anything, abusive yeah. relationships, drug, whatever gone to jail, all of those different things, a lot of those things I've dealt with. And so I wanted to find a space where women can come together and get what they need to be restored and to be revived. Um, and so now that I am in a different space, I've mm -hmm. rebranded it now into the Woman Wonder Woman Conference. Now, the, the title Wonder Woman Conference, you know, you've been thinking from just being an animation buff myself, you know, the Wonder Woman conference. So what made you went in that direction of that name? And what does the name just Wonder Woman means to you? Um, well, first of all, I, uh, this conference was birthed off of uh, uh, Proverbs 31.25. In Proverbs 31.25, um, I'm pulling it up. It talks about the wife of a noble character. So in that scripture, it's a woman who we uh, look up to who we identify, who we want to grow into, uh, mm -hmm. women of stature, women of wealth, women walking in our purpose, women of wisdom, women who have birthed out of the womb what it is God that is called God has called us to be. And so women who do the work in the kingdom marketplace. And so the Wonder Woman yeah. is the superwoman that mm -hmm. is behind her partner, um, her profession, her ministry, and all of these different areas. And so oftentimes we kind of get stuck when we've gone through different phases it's kind of like okay what's next God how do we get there how do we get um you know how do we repurpose ourselves and get back on track and so I came up with the concept the Wonder Woman um because I want these women to not be ashamed of the women of the Bible but we want to strive yeah. to be as close as possible um as we can uh so that's kind of how I came up with uh the theme for this year and I'm probably going to carry that on out <laughs> for the next at least decade, if you will. Um, but we will be dealing with wisdom, work, the womb, worship, and wealth. Well, even even touching, and you, you touch on a lot, and even as it relates to women in general, yes, there's Mother's Day coming up, but recently 
you know, just with uh, Roe v. Wade being back in the media, there's a lot of different views about abortion. There's a lot of different views just about women and about free will and all these different things that's happening in the media. And even within corporate America itself, there's a massive push for DNI, right? So diversity and inclusion, there's a big push in that just, you know, whether it's for minorities, from women being in high level positions and all of that. So what's your thought just kind of seeing even how it's finally trying to make its way into corporate America and these topics are coming up right now? You know, I think there, women have had to deal with so much over the years. You know, we, um, as a black woman, uh, you know, I work in education, that's my professional day job. And uh, having a doctorate degree, being highly educated, if you will, having a lot of degrees, it's very difficult to navigate yourself um, in some of these industries. And so women, we have persevered so for too, so long in different things, um, you know, even the issue with abortion. There's so many different issues that lay out across the table. And a lot of that impacts us as women, impacts us as African-American women when we're sitting at the table. I think it is events like this or other events um, where we need to come together and network and really build strong sisterhoods, whether it's in your neighborhood, your social organizations, Greek, whatever it is that you affiliate with, it's time for us to really come together to build each other up because it's difficult, you know, living in a world as a woman because there's so many odds against us. But I think if we um, have events that champion us and push us and help us to really identify with who we are, we're able to sit at the table when it talks about making decisions on our bodies, women's bodies, and all the different things that are going on. Um, we, we, are, we are in different times. You know, when you think yeah. about 30, 40 years ago, our grandmothers, our mothers, or whomever did not have to fight for a lot of equality and equity in the workplace, um, even when you're sitting at the table when it comes to financial uh, situations. And so now we need to be put in a space where we are able to have that dialogue. We're able to sit with, you know, white men or other men and really have conversations about all the things that are doing, and especially when it comes uh, to policy. Um, you know, I'm not one that's in policy, that I probably wouldn't even be able to handle that policy, to be honest. But, you know, those are important things that we as women need to sit at the table with. Yeah, and I think, too, those are important topics, right? Because, again, when it comes to even pay equality, too, right? Pay equality for women, doing audits, having leadership at the top that is saying, mm -hmm. hey, let's kind of do a sweep. If we have a qualified woman in a position and we have a qualified man and he's being yes. paid, 30, 40% more than what she's being paid. There's clearly a problem there. We need to stop Absolutely. looking away. We need to stop looking away from that. Absolutely. And then also to seeing that we're going in, you know, this is mental health awareness month that we are in right now. And there's a lot that's happening, you know, within the mental health, within school system, like there's a post that's going around on social media with, you know, a heartbreaking post with the young lady, uh, Arlana Miller, I believe it is, that penned a suicide note and posted it, you know, she's in college, she was on the cheerleading team, she was just doing a whole bunch of good stuff, but for some reason she was struggling internally with a whole lot, and she committed suicide, and, you know, wrote this suicide note and posted it on social media, and more discussions have been sparked in and around that, for I know you have a master's in, you know, human services and personnel counseling and so forth, now, what are some signs you see that, you know, for the average person that may have someone 
in their family or friend group that may seem strong, but that's struggling internally with something like, what are some of those signs you think we can look for? You know, it's interesting that you bring this up. Um, I actually attempted suicide three times. Um, oftentimes, we as women, <clears throat> we carry so much, the S on our chest, superwomen, we carry so much, and we don't know how to articulate what it is that we're dealing with. Another thing in our community is that we don't embrace the fact that we have therapeutic help. For me, I knew it was important for me to get a therapist in order to deal with so many different things that I was dealing with. Um, we go to church, we, we play the part, and uh, at the end of the day, we're struggling, we're hurting inside. And so when you're checking in with your sisters, you're having empowerment workshops, you're able to network and meet with women and hear from women, you can sense the signs of they feel like sometimes they're checked out, they feel belittled in the industry that they may be working in, they may be, you know, struggling with insomnia, there's so many different things that women deal with. And so, you know, just signs of them feeling like they're checked out, or even women who talk down about themselves or they feel like they have nothing to offer. Those are the people that you need to check in. And that young lady, social media, I love social media because it really helps with some of the businesses that I have. But social media is probably one of the reasons why most of us do that because we're looking at how this person's living, this person has yeah. a husband, this yeah. person doesn't, they have a lot of money, they're posting yeah. their new house, they don't know where their next paycheck is coming from. And we compare ourselves wow. to what we see yeah. on social media. And then next thing you know, we're like, we don't have it all. We don't have people to love us. Family structure looks so different now. Some people struggle with being, you know, um, you know, in different relationships, same sex, mm -hmm. different nationalities, all these different things. And so people are struggling with so much inside and they don't have anyone to talk to and they don't feel comfortable. And like I said earlier, our, in our specific race, we struggle with getting help. We struggle with telling people we need help. Yes. I've been there. That's so I can definitely much. attest yeah. to that. Yeah. 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 And I think that's, that's true. You just touched on a point there, even with struggling with you know coming forward and trying to get help or saying that you need help because that was looked upon for such a long time and it was just this massive stigma but i think as you're seeing more and more such as this or more and more even with you know big celebrities movie stars whomever it is that just seems like they have it all together have the wealth have the fame have all of that but yet still you know doing these things and you know it's just like such an eye-opener to to everyone, but kind of just even, you know, shifting, you, you mentioned wealth when we were talking earlier, there's going to be a workshop pertaining to wealth at the uh, Wonder Woman conference. So what is that workshop? And what are some other topics that you guys are going to be covering? We're going to be talking about uh, many topics, but the wealth, I did a room on Clubhouse last night that talked about the wealth and the purposeful woman. Oftentimes okay. when we talk about wealth, we're thinking about, oh, we have to have all this money in the bank. Well, that's not just wealth. Wealth comes mm. in different areas. Wealth is, you know, how am I doing physically? How am I doing emotionally? How am I mentally? Have I identified my purpose? Am I walking in the purpose that God has called me? Have I birthed out what's inside of me that God has given me? Also, um, doing the work in the marketplace. Another thing, wealthy and purposeful woman do you know how to support your partner? If your husband's in a pastor or in ministry, how are you supporting him? How are the two working together if you both have ministries? We're gonna be dealing with a lot of those different topics um, in our workshops. We have overcoming weaknesses. How do you overcome 
we just talked about it. Work, you know, stress in the worst workplace, discrimination in the workplace. How do you overcome the weaknesses of how to respond to that emotionally? I have somebody coming to talk to us about preparing ourselves to be wives or wow, helping our marriage. You know, we have someone who um, had infidelity in her marriage. She's going to talk about how they work through that, how to be a wife, how to be a, a noble wife. I have someone coming to talk to us about creativity. A lot of us entrepreneurs. How do you make sure your business is right? When the pandemic came, folks couldn't get SBA. Why? Because their paperwork wasn't in order. So we want to talk about creativity and making sure, hey, I'm starting a business, but I'm doing my paperwork right. We also have um, other topics that we'll be dealing with. Um, one of my favorites is fighting warfare. Me planning this conference has been warfare from all over the place. How to navigate warfare and stick to what God has given you, no matter what the odds are, no matter who says what, or no matter what, you know, maybe I didn't get this number of registrants, or maybe I did, you know, all of those things you have to deal with. And so I wanted to make sure that we touch on all areas of wealth holistically, you know, because I can have a lot of money but I could be sick on the inside. I can have a lot of money, no, don't know how to budget it. I can have a lot of money and don't know how to be a good wife. So wealth is holistically, wealth is living and walking in my purpose and being purposeful in all that I do. Wow, that's, that, yeah. that's an amazing summary. I think, you know, kind of what you, what you even touched on there, that's, that's so much, you know, that, that's so necessary because I'm sure you being in education, you know, in the education field for about you know almost two decades now there's a whole lot that you've seen and things that yes. you've picked up on like hey you know if we were to have a program for this and that and then even you know within that of itself like what are some of the things that keeps you going you know you just touched on something very sensitive just now you shared about you know when you felt like giving up at one point you know one point or another and you have found some way to push through that and still keep going right now like what keeps you going on the personal side and also just in the educational side? Because I know friends that are principals and assistant principal, and they tell me day in, day out, like, hey, it feels like a thankless job sometimes, you know, and all these different things going on and all the politics surrounding it. But what keeps you going? You know, it's funny. I get this question all the time. Um, you know, I, I, I want to be honest, you know, oftentimes we're cut to say, oh, God gets us through, but God gives us the tools and the resources that we need. And for me, it's not just prayer. It's really just prioritizing where am I supposed to be at? Yes, I have a professional day job. Yes, I have multiple entrepreneurial things going on. But for me, all of this is service. All of it is ministry. God has given me multiple talented to plan events, to speak to people, to stand on stages, to host conferences. And I have to do all of these different things that I feel that he's called me to do. So for me, it's important to balance. It's important to prioritize and say, okay, this is my focus for this month or whatever the goals may be. I try every morning to wake up with what are my goals for the morning or the day? Sometimes I don't get there. They may get pushed over to the next day. But for me, it's having an active life of, you know, making sure I'm spreading myself across the board. And I give attention to everything, you know, and I have certain businesses that only take place during the year, certain times of the year. So for me, it's really about um, just prioritizing. And God, give me the direction. What do you want me to focus? What do you want me to do? There's some things that I've had to pull back from or some things I've had to get out of because I knew that that's not what the focus was. And this conference, for example, this is my baby. I've been eating, breathing, and sleeping this thing for the last two months. And it has been very intensive leading, leading up to it because um, I'm about yeah. quality. 
I'm about mm-hmm. quality. Of it course. ain't just throwing yeah. a conference and putting some people up. It's about quality. Yeah. I've handpicked my speakers. I've handpicked the topics and all of those things. And so, you know, for me, it's, you know, balance, not just prayer, but balance and really, you know, seeking wisdom on God. What is it that you want me to do? Wow. I, I you know, prioritization, you know, seeking wisdom, seeking mm-hmm. guidance, prioritization, just in the physical sense of thing. And from a practical standpoint, I think that is that is key. And now the the Wonder Woman conference, May 10th through the 14th, you know, let us know, you know, who are some of those speakers that are going to be there? Where can people, you know, buy tickets? Where can they follow what's going on? How can they kind of stay connected and plugged into you and what you've been doing? Well, absolutely. Um, so some of our speakers, uh, we have Tawanda Usher, Pastor Tawanda Usher, who will be opening us up. And we'll have Melissa Smith, uh, who will be joining us the next night. Uh, we are blessed to have Dr. Medina Pullings, who will be ministering the third night. And then, as I stated, I always bring a man in because I think it's important to have a male voice um, at women conferences. And so uh, a good friend of mine out of St. Louis, Apostle Lassan Jordan, uh, will close us out. Um, on Saturday, we'll have six workshop workshops. Uh, presenters. Uh, We have attorney Michelle Miller. Uh, We have apostle Gigi Palmer out of um, Orlando, Florida. We also have Dee Edwards. We have the infamous Giselle Marcus, who is the financial guru. So I've put together what I'd like to believe a star-studded superhero crew um, who will be coming to either minister in worship or minister through the workshops. This amazing experience is five days and four nights, 10 sessions um, for $47, uh, just $47. They will have access to the conference replay library. I also will be giving away two of my eBooks. So I have a a eBook that went viral about building mainstream, uh, building main income streams in the kingdom. Uh, They will get a copy of that. And then I'm writing a prophetic uh, declaration guide. Um, And then I have a book that's coming out this summer. And so they will be privy to a discount code uh, to order the book. And I decided uh, the other day that after they leave the conference, I need to be able to know what are you going to put in what you learn. What, what are you going to do? What are your goals? So I've added a post roundtable discussion uh, that I will gather all the registrants and to kind of follow up with them. Like, what, what did you do with this information that you learned? Um, so they can go to my website, divinedivaevents.com. Uh, uh, we have an app this year, a conference app that has all of the information, Beautiful. the schedule, the bios. And so I'm excited. We'll open up every night with intercessory prayer. Uh, that's very important for me. Um, so I will actually be speaking every night um, on the conference. Uh, it, from the Church of God in Christ, we call it sermonettes. So I'll be doing sermonettes before our main speakers come on. And then our workshop will be Saturday. So if they're not able to attend every day, um, or they may miss some sessions, they'll have the conference library accessible to uh, watch the videos whenever, whenever they want. Um, so again, the conference experience is uh, virtual, complete virtual. This will probably be the last year virtual, and I'm going back to in-person um, now that we're slowly coming out of the pandemic. So this experience is $47. Uh, my fifth conference, i you know, been doing this for a while. Uh, so I'm so excited again about the lineup. It's, it's going to be amazing, and I'm excited about it. Wow. Wow. And we will make sure as well, too, that we share the links and everything else with Absolutely. that. But I think when you're saying all of that, I'm expecting you to say, you know, it's four or five payments of $47 <laughs> or it's $500. Like the, the level of quality that you're talking about and the days and the time, you know, just being able to put something of a magnitude like this on and to make the 
pricing so palatable you know kudos to you for Thank being you. able to even you know you. put that there because i can clearly see this is about helping others this is about it empowering is. and it's not necessarily it something you're doing just for you know for, for to make money off of it but it's just from what you're saying Never. everything you just everything <laughs> you just mentioned there because i'm like and an app i know the cost to develop an app because i'm also in technology oh and so the cost you know. to develop a, the cost you to know. develop an app you're not yeah. so but I, and you, you know, know this is the fifth conference I, yeah. I tell people I've probably spent almost a hundred thousand dollars on these conferences uh, I, over I the years, uh, but it's important for me to give quality and not yeah. quantity. See, a lot of these conferences, you know, people are about hundreds and thousands of people. But when I go to these conferences, I'm like, what am I learning? What's going on? And yeah. so, you know, one day I will be commanding those prices in the future. But I think right yeah. now it's about making the experience affordable because my heart mm -hmm is happy when I see people walking in their purpose and doing what God yeah. called them to do. And if I can give you that experience for a low price of $47, you're right. I want to be able to do that. So I'm excited. I want everybody who's listening to this to be there. I want them to register their mothers for Mother's Day. Because let me tell you, I spent yes. $47 on Postmates for lunch. <laughs> Come on. It's, you know, and I get my Starbucks every day. <laughs> by the time they add the tax, the delivery fees, the, this, yeah. the state's fees, tell it's going to add up. So I even registered. I registered myself for the conference. So yes. See, they look, <laughs> I, I love it all the way. Yes. Dr. Sean, I thank you so much for coming thank in. You for talking to us about this. We'll definitely go ahead and share the conference flyer Thank and the information again. I appreciate and, you that. Know, definitely. And again, happy Mother's Day in advance to you, Thank your you. mother and everyone Thank else. You. And, you know, wishing you all the best for an amazing conference because I already know it's going to be because it's already Thank has you. God in it and it's starting with Thank that. You. And then it has all the other important contexts you mentioned. So again, thank you for being with us today. I appreciate that. Thank you again. Gospel Music Buzz! Gospel Music Buzz! You're listening to Gospel Music Buzz, bringing you the buzz on gospel and wholesome content.